0: Hey guys, and welcome to the Coffee and Turner Syndrome Podcast. My name is Brooke. Pour yourself your favorite cup of coffee, and let's hop into today's episode. Hi everybody, welcome back to my channel. I am very, very excited to be talking with Celeste today. Hi. I I was so appreciative of your comment on my SBSK video because I was personally very worried that I would, in trying to respond to the video, hurt you in some way. So it was really, really nice to get feedback. Um, And I really appreciated you kind of expanding on what the experience of filming was like too, because that gives a huge amount of context to as a YouTuber, I understand, but to others that may not understand what making a video looks like, there can be so much cut out that could have given more context or would help explain some things. And I, I know for me, I've had videos where I had to explain stuff too, because I'm like, oh yeah, I cut all of that out. And that probably would have explained that better. So I really appreciated that. Um, and thank you for talking with me. I'm really excited to get to chat. Um, so I will let you tell a little bit about yourself. Um, I am particularly interested in how you were diagnosed because it sounded like we have similar stories where both of our moms or both of our parents got the news while they were pregnant, which is mm-hmm. something I love connecting with others who have that experience because I have not found many that I've spoken with that have had that. So. I will stop talking and let you introduce yourself. Well, yeah. So first of all,
1: I just have been like a fan of your channel for a while. So I'm like super excited to be talking to you too. I really appreciate what you do for the community. So thank you so much. (laughs) And, um, yeah, so like you said, I'm Celeste, I'm 23 and I was diagnosed, um, before birth, um, they noticed like a little bit of a fluid sack on the back of my neck um, during one of the ultrasounds. And so they decided to do some genetic testing. And uh, my mom got the news that I have TS and kind of like she talked about in the SBSK video, the doctor did originally recommend that she get like an abortion because back in 1997, they didn't know a whole lot about like, I guess, what a person with T.S.'s life could be kind of like. So he wasn't really sure, like, necessarily what to expect. Um, And told her that she was probably going to have a miscarriage um, when she decided not to have an abortion. So, yeah, I mean, I was born, um, like, I think I was around like eight pounds. <laughs> like I wasn't even like a tiny baby <laughs> and they thought I was going to have to have like open heart surgery right away. Mm-hmm. And, um, turned out I did not have to have that, which is really nice. I do have a heart condition, but it was able to just be like monitored. So
0: yeah, that's awesome. So when did you first become aware that you had Turners, like with the actual explanation of what it was, when did they end up explaining it all to you? So the first time was when I was seven. I
1: have this very specific memory. of We were driving, I think, my one sister to the train station, and um, I was sitting in the car and I just kind of asked, I don't know why I asked, but like, why am I so short? And everyone got really quiet (laughs) and I was like, what, what did I do? And so they were like, we'll talk about it when we get back home. And then we all kind of like gathered in the living room and they like explained to me about TS and I was like, oh okay. I thought it was cool. Like I had my mom come in and do like a presentation with my class with me. Like I was super excited. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know exactly what I thought before that because I started getting growth hormone shots at like three. And I'm pretty sure I just thought that was something that like every kid did. Like I just didn't really have a whole lot of understanding. So
0: yeah. I could see that without having context. I, I loved your comment in the video where you're like, where's your growth hormone shot? You don't, don't you have to have an injection too? Yeah. I appreciated that. Um, so another part of your reaction that I really, really appreciated and I loved how you worded it in the video was the, the whole concept of trying to understand what not having both Xs and only having one, meant when you were like, "What is what does that make me then? Cause that's huge. And the experience of finding out and trying to figure out what that means to you. When did you first start kind of, I guess, delving into more what Turner's was and thinking through that? How old were you?
1: Yeah, so I think around the time that I was told that I have TS, I started to kind of like, it was almost like I could tell that I felt like different, but I didn't really have the words to like talk about what I was feeling. Like the best I could do is I remember like crying when I was little and asking like, why wasn't I normal? Like that was like the only thing I could kind of come up with. And then as I got older, I learned more about, like, TS and kind of, like, the chromosomes, and I I kind of went through my own journey, um, like, just kind of accepting both TS and my gender identity and my body kind of (laughs) as it is, like, and so I don't know if there was, like, exactly a certain age that that happened. I think, like, it's still a process I'm going through. Like I just shaved my head, which is um, something like a few years ago, I would never have been able to do just simply because I would have been too worried about people being able to see my neck. Mm. So like, you know, it's like still kind of something that I'm processing right now, kind of figuring out what it all means.
0: (laughs) I completely feel that. I remember right after I had my neck surgery, I immediately, because you probably can see without me turning my head, but I have pretty substantial scarring on my neck. So if anybody sees it, it's obvious there's something there and they start asking questions, like where did you get those scars? Yeah, I used to have my hair down all the time. I would literally go from relaxing around the house with it up like this because it was just my family at home so I didn't care to walking out the door and immediately doing this
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and then I went through that kind of again when I started my channel where I would only video with my hair down and then I kind of was like whatever they're gonna see it they're gonna see it but it was a process of getting to that so I can understand like "Mm." (laughs) or if I did have where you could slightly see it I would like do this a lot. Mm -hmm. Anyways, it was, I completely understand that. So what do you feel like so far it has been the biggest way that Turner's has affected your life?
1: Um, well, I didn't talk about this a lot in the video, which I thought was interesting, because one of the most well-meaning comments that I got, and also kind of the one that annoys me the most, Mm -hmm. is, oh, well, they look normal, so I don't get it. Like, what's wrong with them? Like, I don't understand. And it's like, I appreciate where you're coming from when people say that, but, like, there's a lot of things I didn't talk about in that video. For example, I think one of the biggest things that definitely I've had to grieve and also process is like the infertility piece and um, my heart has been a pretty big thing. I will have to have open heart surgery probably in the next few years, Mm -hmm. which is um, not great also with the addiction piece because there's pretty much no way you can do that without painkillers. So it's an added layer.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I would definitely be interested in hearing some of the pieces of it. Cause I know in your comment on that video, you said not only were they trying to condense, you know, like two hours of a conversation down to 15, 20 minutes, but there was, it, it seemed like in your wording, there were specific things you were thinking of that were left out that you would have personally preferred be in or kind of you just mentioned would help explain things a little more? Mm -hmm. Was it the infertility and heart condition that you were referring to or was there anything else?
1: That was part of it. And, um, I mean, Chris is such a great interviewer. He talked about so much and it's like, I mean, it's impossible to tell someone's whole life story in 13 minutes. Um, But yeah, I mean, that was definitely part of it, the heart and the infertility piece. And um, honestly, some concerns that you had, I was thinking about as well, like, just like, you know, it was a video that was meant to tell just my particular story, but there's also lots of just facts that I was spewing out or like resources. Like I was just like, kind of putting in there like oh like the Turner Syndrome Foundation or like TSSUS or like yeah all those types of things and um yeah I I think there is a piece kind of with like identifying as intersex identifying as non-binary and also the addiction and mental health piece that there's a lot that goes into all of that that it's almost like i said impossible to cover in 13 minutes so
0: yeah um, and i kind of cuz i watched it several times i really i didn't want to come to it with an emotional reaction i wanted to like okay i even had my husband watch it cuz i'm like i mean we've been together oh gosh 8 years now and Married for five and a half of that. He's learned quite a bit about Turners in that time. Cause anytime I'm learning something, I'm like, guess what? And I have to tell him what I learned. <laughs> and so I had him watch it for context too. And we both, I mean, I maybe more had like a what are people gonna take from this reaction instance? And he was more a, okay. What is this actually saying about Turner's and everything? But I think what I came away from it trying to put the perspective into was Turner's is also a very hard condition to sum up in a neat little package. Mm-hmm. And especially when <laughs> you may not, you know, like Chris, Chris may not have maybe realized how different cases of turners can be because it's not like most other conditions where the cases are very similar yeah and um so going into the video now what was the filming process like so
1: he came over and um we just kind of set up his camera like right in front of the couch and uh we sat and he asked me questions for like about 2 hours um and sometimes he would be like sitting next to me sometimes behind the camera we brought both of my parents in as you can see on the video um and I mean, like I said, I just can't, like, state enough how much of a sweetheart of a guy he really is. Like, in person, he's basically the same way he is in his videos. And so it's, like, it was a really nice experience, and he asked a lot of questions. Um, And we did kind of go, I feel like, from TS to gender to mental health stuff To addiction, and that's kind of like the path that the interview ended up taking. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, one of the things I think I was having trouble explaining in that um, interview was that he was interested in how TS was connected with how I specifically identify. And like you said, because I mean, Everyone's, of course, their own person, even if they have the same condition, but T.S. specifically is also just such a spectrum. Mm -hmm. And so I was having trouble kind of explaining the fact that just because this is how I identify, it's not necessarily reflective of everyone in the community. (laughs) So, I don't know, but... It's also kind of interesting because, you know, one of his questions and something I've actually thought about a lot is, like, how connected is the way I've kind of processed having TS and processed the way my body is to my gender identity? And I don't really know because I've never not had TS. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, it's a hard question to answer.
0: <laughs> yeah. So... That was, that whole section of the video was a very interesting thing to watch for me because I had heard about not just you, but other butterflies that also identified the same way and um, had the same experience. And I think that kind of solidified me being able to understand how you would get to there um, with... I mean, everybody's experiences are individual, but I think everybody can identify, everybody that has Turner syndrome can identify with the struggle with not, it not being easy to feel like a whole woman. Mm -hmm. Um, Because of that, like, I think I said in my video, you know, when, when I started kind of processing that it was like okay so I only have one ex and I did kind of have that so what does that make me like what how does that change me like you kind of start feeling like an alien and you're like not sure where you fit in and I think I think that was the part that hit me the most because I was like oh I know I obviously processed it differently and if if I'm giving little explanation, I overprocess things, I tend to dwell, so I'm like flooding myself with stuff to process stuff, but I I understood that conundrum and that 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 pushed me to research more like is is Turner syndrome by definition able to be intersex. So it definitely pushed me to answer that for myself. Or <laughs> has your your thought on that changed from the video? Because I know you said if you look at the definition of intersex, Turner syndrome falls under there. Um, have have you have you found in I'm sure whether a fun experience or not reading the comments on the video and everything um, ha- has that. Changed your perspective at all? Have you changed how you think about it since then? Well, it's actually
1: been really interesting because I I have been doing like a lot of thinking, and um, kind of how I feel about it is um. Well, first of all, for me being like non-binary and also identifying as intersex, I kind of see as like two different things. So this is why it's hard to get into like, in the video because it's a little bit of a complicated explanation, but, um, I see, like, sex as kind of, like, a spectrum. Like, there's, like, your idea of, like, a very stereotypical idea of a woman over here with XX and, like, just everything very typical, and then your very typical, like, male over here, and I think there's a lot more people than people feel comfortable in our society recognizing that are somewhere in here. Like our bodies are not as binary as I think a lot of people would like to think. So I don't necessarily think the label is so much important as like, if this kind of makes sense, at least for me, being comfortable with being in my mind maybe not over at this extreme end of being completely like typical Mm -hmm. in the idea like in society's eyes (laughs) yeah so i mean like i said the the label doesn't matter to me so much and i would never want to push that label on anybody who doesn't agree that TS is an intersex condition or doesn't want that label or doesn't feel comfortable with it. Um, That's just kind of how I view my body is not as like a typical XX body and I think that's I mean for me that makes me feel comfortable and I'm just like okay like it's sort of empowering because I don't know it's just like I don't I don't know there's a lot of stigma around not being uh, you know, completely,
0: like, on the end. <laughs> yeah, on either end of the spectrum.
1: Yeah, because, like, I mean, even today, I think there's still a lot of intersex babies who are having, like, these corrective surgeries, and obviously that's more, like, with like genitals that are obviously like intersex, but it still just stems from that same like kind of stigma. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of embrace it. And that's just how, like I said, how I processed it and how I deal with it. But one comment I did find very interesting, and this is more connected to gender identity than like, Sex was, I think it was on your video that someone wrote that they have TS, and while they've had sometimes, kind of like you were explaining, like they've had trouble feeling feminine, they've never thought of themselves as anything other than female. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, that's interesting because that's not my experience. So maybe right there, there's kind of proof that even without TS, Like, even if I was that typical XX, like, all the way on the end of the binary, like, I would still identify as non-binary gender-wise, because that's just me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think, well, I, I think the, talking about the whole surgery thing, I think that was the element that... I had the most trouble wrapping my head around as far as trying to answer the question of could TS be intersex because when you look at the definition of intersex, the things that it talks about, I kept running into um, like the 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 genitals aren't from, from all of the cases I've heard of, the genitals aren't um, ambiguous in any way. And um, the I, I look more at the physical side instead of um, I guess just being atypical in general. But I know that that comment struck me too because that has been my experience. Where well, I can be a huge girly girl, but as far as feeling like a woman, oh my gosh! I just the whole concept of my body not doing what it's Supposed to, and I put that in quotes intentionally because I feel like talking about norms, especially with turners, that gets really wishy washy and it's hard to put norms. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that very much summed up my experience. It, while physically, I've had struggles with feeling like a real woman because. I don't have my cycle on my own infertility, all of that. Um, but at the same time, I've never identified as anything but a woman. Um, i think I think that is for me where the the difference in experiences come in, and that was my hardest struggle with the video was doing a one-and-done video on it. That's why I was so excited when I heard that they were going to do another. Mm -hmm. Um, Just in general. Because, I mean, that's why I've done so many on my channel. It's like, just give all the information so there's all the perspective. (laughs) And I think I I was really excited for your video in the – giving a voice to an experience that I don't think has been given as much of a voice in the Turner's community though. And I think it's valid, especially because we can all relate to the struggle of what the heck does that make me? <laughs> like, what does that even mean? And, um, yeah, by the end of my processing it, I was just really appreciative of that aspect of it. Um, and I, I really just commend you on doing that, because it's a hard topic to navigate through in a conversation that's going to be put on the internet.
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate that, and, you know, I I honestly, like, completely agree with you, because I'm like, if they want to do another video with Turner Syndrome, like, I completely support that. Like, the more voices, the better. <laughs> like, I love it when, there's more information out there, more experiences out there, and, um, I don't know, I mean, I think, like, if my video can even just get someone to look it up, like, Mm -hmm. that would make me so happy, or, like, if there is someone out there with TS who has been feeling, like, alone because they haven't seen another face like theirs, or if there's someone in the TS community who's been feeling isolated from the community because their experience might be a little bit more like mine, then I think that if I can make them feel less alone and I can make them feel a little represented, then that would make my day. <laughs> like, And I don't know, I just am, um, I do feel really like honored that I got to share my experience and just share a little bit of my life there so that's
0: cool so how did you end up connecting with chris i was
1: um just like on campus one day um at my college and just was like you know what i've been watching this channel for a while like i don't know i might as well like (laughs) just write in like an application because he does have a website where you can, um, just write a little bit about yourself. And if they're interested, they'll email you back and it just kind of all worked out. Cause he's from the Philly area as well. And it was right around like winter break time. So
0: that's yeah. very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so in your experience with your video, would you want a second video done with your story to tell any more of it or do you feel like it did a pretty good job of summing it up
1: um i mean like i said it's hard to tell someone's whole story in 13 minutes i think if i were to redo it the only thing i would kind of do differently is um maybe just focus more on each individual like Aspect of me, like if I were to make my own channel, for example, I wouldn't make a video on Turner syndrome, gender identity, like addiction and mental health, because I think that's a lot to tackle all at once. I would make like separate videos if I wanted to talk about all those topics and really give them kind of like the light that
0: each one of those topics deserves. So, yeah, I know. So you mentioned the mental health and addiction aspect of your story and I also really really commend you for talking about that because I mean I'm all about mental health and I love when people free feel free enough to talk about it because I feel like there's a huge stigma with that too Mm -hmm. and um I felt like the biggest thing that even though they they did it right, sharing it, they, they could have, and I mean, this goes back to what the conversation was and everything, but I feel like there, there is some level of connection they could have made between turners and those things. That was a little bit, I wish they had kind of connected those more because there is that potential, but I also kind of want to give you the freedom to say, do you feel those are connected because, I mean, just like with the gender identity and everything, I feel like there's absolutely room for, no, I would have had those struggles probably anyways. (laughs) So do you feel like those things that you talked about were connected to Turner's? Um, I think
1: unfortunately there's just a few things, um, in my like family background, having Turner syndrome, some environmental things that all kind of came together (laughs) and culminated in some of the struggles I've had. Um, Honestly, I think that is how we started talking about mental health stuff As I mentioned that that's part of what people with TS often deal with. And then we kind of went on from there to talk about my specific experiences with it. so yeah, I think that was one of the parts that just was not kept in the video Was me being like, you know, people with the S often have like anxiety, ADHD, like struggle with depression, like those different types of things. So, but yeah, I also have like a family history of some of those things, um, addiction included. I've, you know, I did, like, genetic testing, and apparently, like, I'm missing an enzyme, so, like, that makes me more, like, prone to depression anyway, so it's just, like, a whole bunch of different things I think kind of came together.
0: Yeah, I feel like we all, to some level, have that experience, I have a ton of the stuff that I have risk for with Turners, also in my family history, so I get at least a double, if not a triple whammy of most of it yeah so I get that um I did like how you talked about the social anxiety and everything because I thought that gave a really good picture of what um is a very common experience in Turner's as far as the social aspect of it um so I really appreciated that too I, I had, I had, I had a literal, I don't know if you could tell in the video, but I had a literal paper with notes (laughs) that was like, these are the things I really liked. And this is what I want to respond to. And I tried to keep it respectful, but also actually respond and not just give like fluffy comments on it. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I was so excited when you commented and responded. Cause I felt like that kind of was like, okay. They felt okay about it. They didn't, you know, I didn't hurt them in any way by doing it. Um, cause that can also be a little bit of a struggle I'm sure with for you when you read the comments, cause it may not have been your video you produced but you were the subject of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It was hard reading some of the comments and like I mean I thought your video was super respectful and thoughtful, like I said, but um unfortunately some other people were not. <laughs> and so yeah, that that was not always the easiest. Um one comment that I did try and respond to whenever I saw it was um like, well, hey, I, I tried to respond to anyone who also has TS because I like, I don't know, I just felt like a special connection with them. So I was like, okay, you commented, I want to respond. But um I tried to listen to like anyone who said that like you know, I was saying things about the whole community. And I think like in a way the title is a little misleading because it is kind of like you said, less of an informative. Type video about Turner syndrome and more just talking about me <laughs> which is fine but the title does say like you know like living with Turner syndrome which I guess I mean it is what I'm doing but <laughs> yeah like I don't know so I I really wanted to respond whenever I saw that comment especially if it was from someone with TS being like you know like well this isn't true about the whole community and I, I always wanted to basically just say like absolutely (laughs) like everyone in the community is so different and I recognized that my experience is not necessarily even like average in the TS community so you know I mean I never wanted anyone to feel that way and I, I especially like was very aware that gender in particular can be a really touchy subject for people with TS just because of you know how much we've had to go through with processing that like we were talking about earlier and maybe some people have been victims of like bullying and just like just trying to be like sensitive around that and let people know that like in no way was that trying to invalidate how they personally identify or I think, like I said earlier, put any sort of labels on them, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And I think that's kind of the way I landed after it was like, this is a good video for that experience. It's a great video for that experience because you were so well-spoken with explaining your experiences and your Um, your perspective on everything, and so open that you, I mean, it was great, Um, which is another reason I feel like we all can tell our stories, because all of us are going to have those little pieces to contribute to the conversation, and yeah, so I, I found that really being what helped me make my mind up was like, well, the struggle becomes applying a label to the entire community. And I would never say any video could do that. None of my videos have ever done that because it's just too hard. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, okay. So I, I feel like this is this next thing that I've been asking everybody is like so close to what we're talking about, but the theme for this year's, Awareness Month was Be Uniquely You. (laughs) So I would love to hear how you see that and um, how you feel that applies to Turner Syndrome and how you've experienced that, what that means to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think for me, that just means like celebrating kind of how I am little bit different and like how i am part of like i said in the video like the just natural human variation that exists in the world um and trying to get more and more comfortable with what makes me a little bit unique or what makes me me i mean i've tried to do that in a bunch of different ways like i said shaving my head was part of that like body modification like tattoos <laughs> or like piercings has been a really large part of that for me Just making me um feel more empowered and more comfortable in myself <laughs> and being a little bit unique and standing out a little bit because I mean I don't know I feel like growing up with TS I always was really trying to fit in as much as I could and be as like quote unquote normal as I could and in the last few years I've just really been like you know what never mind (laughs) yeah I'm gonna try and just do whatever makes me comfortable
0: (laughs) yeah I love that because that's like I have a lot of people ask how do I become more confident? How do I deal with social anxiety? And I'm like, well, the first, the first step is really embracing yourself before sharing yourself with others, being, being able to embrace our own stories and how we're not like everybody else. And I think, um, sharing stories like yours, where there's such a, a, a way of showing the difference and how unique everything is. Um, It's just like the picture of that because they, yeah, we're all not the same. And, and that doesn't, that doesn't have to have a stigma that doesn't have to be something everybody's trying to change. It is okay to be okay with how you're different and if we can give ourselves license for that, that also gives us a little way of letting other people do the same for themselves.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've just thought about it like a lot over the years. Like I've had several points been offered like, for example, like not necessarily like plastic surgery, but like surgeries that would be more Cosmetic and kind of make my appearance a little bit different. Like with my jaw, for example, I have, like, because of the shape of my chin, a pretty large, like, overbite. And, like, you know, I mean, that's something I could change and maybe some people would make that decision. But for me, part of my process was just being like, you know what? No, like, this is just how my face is. Like, we're going to leave it. <laughs> so, yeah. no.
0: I think that kind of applies to the next surgery too. You know, it's my parents were offered it for me when I was a newborn and they're like, um, no, we're good. We'll let, you know, if she wants to decide to do that later, she can, which I did, but, um, yeah. Yeah. And it's
1: like, like I said, it's everyone's process (laughs) is different. Yeah.
0: Okay, well was there anything else you would want to add or any any message you want to make sure that somebody that's watching this gets across?
1: Um, just that like they're definitely not alone, that there are other people out there <laughs> who are dealing with a lot of the same things that they are, whether it be like mental health issues like we were talking about, navigating growing up with TS. And there's like a lot of great resources out there. So, I mean, I'm sure if people haven't checked out like the TSSUS, Camp Carefree, like Turner Syndrome Foundation, like they definitely should because there's ways to meet other people like us.
0: (laughs) Yeah, those are great ones. I had not heard of Camp Carefree, but the other two are amazing. Um, I talk about t all the time, but Turner St. Foundation is another really great one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you so much for talking with me. Thank you. Yeah, I was really excited to get to chat and kind of talk about all of that. So thank you so, so much. And um, yeah, I'm just really grateful to be able to have a conversation about it. Yeah, I'm really glad we did. (laughs) Yeah. So I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Coffee and Turner Syndrome. If you would like to support the podcast, I do have listener support set up on Anchor. And if you'd like to leave me a voice message, I would love to hear from you. Don't forget, you can find the video version of this podcast on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash TV. Make sure you're subscribed so you see when the next one comes out. And I will see you guys in the next episode.